It's another lovely Saturday morning, and I have the pleasure to welcome you to your exciting weekend talk show, Nasco Moments Radio Show. Do you know where your children are at this moment? One of the endemic problems confronting the society today is alcoholism and drug abuse. This disorder cuts across all demographics and has remained a source of worry for families and the society in general. Alcoholism and drug abuse are known to have not only led to the deaths of many, especially the youth in their prime, but have resulted to widespread mental and physical health problems. Today, so many people have been thrown out of work, marriages have broken up or are severely strained, and several families disintegrated due to alcoholism and drug abuse by one member of the family or the other. Added to this, alcohol abuse and misuse have driven many others into risky and life-endangering behaviors such as robbery, rape, kidnapping, drunk driving, and a host of other social problems. Researchers and experts assert that alcohol and drug misuse and abuse can affect such parts of the body as the brain, heart, liver, pancreas, and immune system, thereby impairing the normal functioning of the human system. Sadly, however, despite the apparent negative consequences of alcoholism and drug abuse, Many people, including the young, old, men and women, still indulge in the habit. So why is it that despite the destructive consequences, people continue to misuse and abuse alcohol and drugs? What is the relationship between alcoholism, drug abuse and mental health issues? How should society relate with those who are into alcoholism and drug abuse? And what type of help can be given to a person that is into alcoholism and drug abuse? On your favorite Nasco Moments radio show this morning, we begin a two-part conversation on the damaging effects of alcohol use, misuse, and dependency. How to deal with the negative and devastating consequences. We have invited very Reverend Father Jack Yali to answer these questions and more. Reverend Father Jack Yali is the founder and pioneer administrator in 1981 of the home known as Our Lady of Victory Rehabilitation Center. Sabungidankana, Bukuru, Jos South Plateau State. The center was the first of its kind in all of West Africa and through the pioneering work of Father Jackie Ali has served to help and rescue hundreds of people with alcohol and drug misuse and abuse challenges from all over Nigeria and also from across West Africa. I'm Hodun Gyang. Stay tuned and we'll be right back. Nasco Cube Sugar is pleasantly sweet and can be used in tea, coffee, pap, and a variety of cereals and beverages. Nasco Cube Sugar can be taken at any time of the day. And what's more, each cube delivers a sweet taste and experience. Really? Nasco Cube Sugar is fortified with vitamin A and dissolves fast. Nasco Cube. Mmm. Nasco Cube Sugar. Sugar. For that sweet taste. Nasco Cube. Nasco Cube Sugar, another quality product from Nasco. Father Jackie Ali, thank you for joining us on the Nasco Moment Show. Thank you very much. When we talk about alcoholism and drug abuse, what really are we talking about? First of all, I would just like to say thank you very much, Hudun, for this uh, uh, wonderful uh, introduction to this topic. Uh, first of all, I would like to also say that I'm coming from an angle of a person who has suffered alcoholism and uh, uh, drug misuse and alcoholism and 
chemical dependency. So I'm speaking from that perspective. Okay. Uh, alcoholism is a disease of the body, the mind, and the spirit. Uh, I don't have qualms with alcohol. Uh, there are people who can drink and there's no problem. There are people who drink, there is a problem. The people who drink, there is no problem. I'm not bothered about them. I'm concerned, but not bothered about them. But people who drink and there is a problem, they are the people I'm concerned about. So basically, alcoholism is a, is a disease uh, and um, it gives way to a lot of things as we'll go into this interview. Uh, drug abuse is the same, uh, alcohol is a drug. Uh, other substances that can change the mood and alter the mood of the person is, 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 uh, it gives way to abuse as well. Okay, how can a person that is abusing alcohol or drugs be identified? Well, there are many factors. Sometimes we use a book called DSM-5, which is Diagnostic Statistical Manual, to find out those who are abusing the substance, alcohol, whether they are addicted or not. Apart from that, the behavior, uh, uh, you know, there are behaviors that we look at. They are normal behaviors, and there are behaviors that are abnormal. When a person drinks and crossing from drinking socially to drinking alcoholically, then the results, the bycome of that, I mean, the results of that, you begin to see person is lacking. For example, uh, a student that has A plus or during his uh, graduation, he got summa cum laude. Summa cum laude is a Latin word that is first class. And just of a sudden, you see a student like that beginning to, you know, have low grades in school. He's been affected by something that is coming from a different angle into his system and it is affecting his relationship with other people. So there are different examples to show that anybody that is into alcoholism, into drug misuse, that you can see the behavior, like, like some family members are suffering this, uh, lack of paying of school fees, uh, that is tuition, and other areas that you see a change of behavior uh, from the loved one in the family. Why do people continue to abuse alcohol and drugs even when they can see its uh, destructive consequences, the way it affects their lives? This is a very wide question, Hudun, because what happens, even with the consequences, seeing what is going on, the person continues to use. Well, there is the delusion of the brain because the family members are aware that this person is going down the tube, is draining, is dying. But he himself or he or she is not aware of the consequences of the problem. Especially when they graduate from drinking, I mentioned this at the beginning of this interview, that when they graduate from drinking, uh, you know, social drinking to alcoholically, then there is the delusion of the brain, as I said, it, it doesn't give you permission to see reality of the situation which uh, the sufferer is dealing with. So because of that, the denial is there. Because of that, they are not even aware that this is a disease, or as I look at it, this is 
that is, you know, eating them up because that is a part of the be getting into the toxic uh, lifestyle as a result of their uh, substance use or alcoholism. So they actually believe they are in control when, uh, but the reality is they are not in control. There's a scientific reason for their denial. Of course, uh, their denial is comes. There are many angles coming in the denial. Uh, normally, people when I was at Sabangi Dankanar and still in my profession as a drug and alcohol counselor, I see clients or patients that come in with a very high level of denial of the issue. Basically, sometimes it's because of how the society look at a person who is into alcoholism and drug addiction and how the messages that have been sent to the sufferer in the family, oh, you are a goner. You know, people don't want to hear that they are a goner. You are a, 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 tra a trash or same kinds of things. You will never make it. Uh, you are useless. Uh, look at that one. You know, all these negative messages that are given to the sufferer, in other words, the alcoholic or the drug addict, you know, they informed his denial because he doesn't, he or she does not want people to see and say, well, if I'm a goner, if I'm no use a person, then I don't want to feel that way. And actually that is a part of what informs the drinking. And, you know, the more they drink, the more the problems, because people basically, a lot of people, especially those who have crossed from social drinking to drinking alcoholically, why they do that is that they are running away from facing reality of any given situation. And that leads me, I know you want to go to the next question, <laughs> but that leads me to say um, uh, loss and grief is another area you know, trauma in the family, you know, that something that happens. So with all these things that are happening that are not addressed, so people run away to use hiding their pain. They don't want to feel pain, their anger, frustration, low self-esteem, self-pity, and all sorts of things, you know, that is going on in them. All right. This is the Nasco Moments radio talk show, and it promises to be a very exciting a discussion as I'm sure you can tell so far. Join us again right after this. Ah ah, Mama Shakara. Eh? This your shabby city shine on. <laughs> and now don't fit. How manage? Ah, my sister. Now Brightex white detergent, oh. Brightex detergent not the fade cloth at all at all. And if they wash clothes clean well, well, it gets power to come out all the nyama nyama stain and dirty no matter how it be. You not go chop and so? No, you know the chop and do. And it's good for washing machine too. Eh? Mama Shakara, me too now Brightex detergent I go to use to wash all my clothes now so that I go to shine, shine and scent, scent and make Shakara like you so. <laughs> Brightex White Detergent, a quality product from NASCO. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the brightest wash. Welcome back to the NASCO Moments radio show. We have been discussing the damaging effects of alcohol use, misuse, and dependency. We are examining how to best deal with the negative and devastating consequences with our guest, Reverend Father Jack Yali. Now, a lot of families are worried about their loved ones who, who are using and abusing alcohol. Where can they find help for their loved ones? Oh, yeah. Um, actually, in my situation, uh, is that... There was nowhere in the whole country 
in the whole of the continent of Africa to look for help. And I got help from the gracious, wonderful uh, bishop that we had at that time, late Archbishop Kanaka. He was the one that helped me to get the treatment in England. My treatment was not in Nigeria. So where do we get help? It's very difficult here in this country. But, but you know, to be fair to some people who are now getting into uh, looking at areas that they can't help people with alcoholism. And that informed, that question you asked informed the advent of Our Lady of Victory, Sabangidan Kanar. Because on my return from the United States, study in the field of addiction studies, I started Our Lady of uh, Victory, Sabangidan Kanar. So it is a place that people can go to get help. And uh, also, we have what we call intervention. This intervention is a family to come together to try to help the loved ones. However, before intervention, you don't tell the client or the patient how bad they are. We are quick to run into judging and telling people how bad they are. Then we'll be, we are making a wrong intervention. But for me, is to sit the person down, look at the positives of the human person. Because every human being has the positives. And when we begin to dwell on the positives, bring out the positives of the patient rather than negatives, the result is absolutely fantastic. Mm, okay. Uh, what is the relationship between alcoholism, drug abuse, and mental health issues? They are intertwined. Uh, you will see that um, is it the chicken or the egg that comes first. Before, they will treat uh, the alcoholic and say, go home and then you come back again, we treat you the mental health issue. Because in every, about 95% of people who are addicted to alcohol and drug, there is element of mental health underneath it. So we call it co-occurring disorders. So how do, they, the relation is very, very close. They are very close, they are intertwined, they are interwoven. So now what we do is to treat the person with the mental health and the person with alcoholism concurrently at the same time. Okay, um, tell us more about the kind of help that can be given to a person who is into alcoholism and drug abuse. The help is send them into treatment and how do we do in treatment? We have the core, the 12 core functions of treating alcoholics and drug addicts. And this core, 12 core functions like counseling, like screening, like intake, like bookkeeping, consultation, etc., etc. And you use these core functions to help treat the alcoholic and drug addicts. And the environment too. Education is one of those things. You know, it, it, let people understand where this is coming from and be ready. And that is why in our country, Nigeria, we are fortunate because this country is a loving, caring country. I have been in the United States. I have worked in the United States and I have worked here in Nigeria. And I know and I see the differences between the two nations and how Nigerians are loving and caring. Well, in America, they are loving and caring as well. But at the same time, we are a country that um, I am because we are. I am because we are. In other words, no one is an island. We are together. We are tailored together. We are married together. And we work together for the glory 
of each other and helping each other and for the glory of God. So, it, you know, it is very important to know about this area. But again, what I'm saying here is that where can we get more people to be aware, just create an awareness of alcoholism and drug addiction. This is a disease. This is something that is eaten into the very core of the human person. And it is not one person that can fight this. It's a war, and it will need all of us to be hands on deck to fight this uh, uh, alcoholism and drug So um, you said it's all of us. We, we need to come together to fight it. So uh, at what level can an individual come in? I might be thinking, it's just me. What can I do? Exactly. Oh, there are just me. What can I do out there? Well, when you think, think like that, there are so many people in that situation. But again and again, openness is so important in the treatment of alcoholism, in the education of alcoholism and substance abuse. And if we don't open up, the situation is eating us up. It becomes toxic. And opening up is tied with emotions. When we do not know how to express our emotions and we pull them and then we go into the cocoon and stay there, and we say, okay, everything is okay. This is who I am. I don't even need anybody. Or I am worried if I say this, what would people think about me? Which, of course, invites fear into the situation or into the person who is suffering alcoholism and drug addiction. How do we do it? How do we do it? Uh, encouraging people, going into treatment, having people to have education about what is going on in this very particular area of the life of the people in our country. Because a lot of things are happening that gives, uh, that gives way to getting into alcoholism, poverty, another form of uh, uh, terrorism and all kinds of things. And people are tired and sick and being tired of situations. They don't even know where to go to. But again, importantly, this radio program is meant to also educate people yes. and say, hey, here we are. Yes, let's go for it. There is a place that we can go to. All right. Thank you, um, listener, for staying tuned. It is the Nasco Moments radio talk show. The show is not over yet. Just stay tuned. Nasco Cube Sugar is pleasantly sweet and can be used in tea, coffee, pap, and a variety of cereals and beverages. Nasco Cube Sugar can be taken at any time of the day. And what's more, each cube delivers a sweet taste and experience. Really? Nasco Cube Sugar is fortified with vitamin A and dissolves fast. Nasco Cube. Mmm. Nasco Cube Sugar. Sugar. For that sweet taste. Nasco Cube. Nasco Cube Sugar, another quality product from Nasco. Thank you for being there. You're listening to your favorite Nasco Moment show. Our guest is Reverend Father Jack Yali. Uh, the Reverend has been sharing with us the damaging effects of alcohol use, misuse, and dependency, dealing with the negative and devastating consequences. Earlier on, you mentioned co-occurring co disorder. What is it? 
Co-occurring disorders is when a patient or a client is suffering alcoholism cross from social drinking to drinking alcoholically. And then on top of that, there is mental health issue. It might be depression, it might be anxiety, it, it might be schizophrenia, it might be uh, clinical depression, or it might be, um, you know, bipolar. So all this, alcoholism, mental health, coming together in one person. And you can see the struggle. And that is why it's a very serious disease that needs to be, you know, we need to pay attention to come together to pay attention to that. Because with these two serious uh, mental issues or medical issues, alcoholism and mental health, concurrently in the same, with the, you know, in the same person, that is co-occurring disorders. So, you know, and when somebody has that, it's quite a bit to carry. Okay. So what steps can be taken to help a person with co-occurring disorders? Like I've said, it's unfortunate that I know Nigeria is trying. There are like Dr. Audu, that other doctors that are trying to help in the field of co-occurring disorders. And the step is to go into counseling and the counselors have the ability and the knowledge and the understanding to point out and to help the client or the patient to say, okay, you are coming in, you are presenting not only alcoholism, you are presenting mental health as well. It's amazing the staggering statistics, even in the United States, people who suffer mental health, in every four people in the United States of America, one person is suffering mental health. So it's a staggering statistics. So here we do not know, I do not know exactly what is the statistics here, what is the research about how many people to, you know, uh, how many Nigerians do we have to one person who is suffering a mental health? I do not know yet, but the research is on that way. And because I have suffered that before, and I can tell you that yes, it is in existence here in Nigeria. How does the society look at or ought to look at people who are abusing alcohol, uh, alcohol and drugs? The worst thing you can do mm. to somebody is to give an impression that that person is rejected and abandoned. That is the worst thing you can do to a human person. And when that is going on, the person may not say it. And that's why you see people killing themselves, suicide. So what do we do with those people? People who are suffering substance abuse or who are into co-occurring disorders is to show them, no matter what, is to show them that you care. When you show a person that you care, I can guarantee you 100% that you will have a very good outcome of the struggle, no matter what type of struggle that is going on in the heart of the, uh, of the human person. When that sh you show that concern, I, I am slow to say the word love because of the word has been abused a lot of times. And I don't want to just throw it out there. 
I will use the word care for people, concern for people, mm. help these people, tell them they are human beings. They can be meaningful and productive. Let them see other people who have suffered alcoholism, like myself. And gone and, out of it. Yes, and gone out of it. What do we do? What, what is the tiny little thing that Father Jack Yarling is contributing to the society okay. and to this country and to Plateau State, Kaduna State, wherever I, I, I came from? I, I like to do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it has been very pleasant indeed talking to you, Reverend Father Jack Yarling. Thank you very much for being here. You're welcome. He is the founder and pioneer administrator in 1981 of the home known as Our Lady of Victory Rehabilitation Center, Sabungidankana, Bukuruj, or South Plateau State. It was the first of its kind in all of West Africa. I hope you have benefited from listening to the discussion on the damaging effects of alcohol use, misuse, and dependency, dealing with the negative and devastating consequences. Join us again next Saturday for the second and concluding part of this very interesting discussion. Listener, please follow this program on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash NASCO group or on Twitter using the handle at NASCO group. You can freely send your feedback on any aspect of the NASCO Moments radio show to the email info at nasco.net or by text through the dedicated care line 0805-774-7777. To the NASCO Moments Trivia Question segment, we want you to tell us which NASCO product has the payoff line deliciously different and what is the primary raw material from which it is made. Send the correct answer via text to the number 0805-774-7777. Always write your name and location. On the program last week, we asked you to tell us the name of the first political party in Nigeria. Who founded it? And in what year? The answer is Nigerian National Democratic Party, NNDP, which was founded by Herbert Macaulay in 1923. Our winners are Ekpedeme Edidong from Busabuji and Ozzy from Faringada. Congratulations! You will be contacted and told how to claim your NASCO gift baskets. The NASCO Moments radio talk show has been brought to you by NASCO and it was created by Unimark Limited. Marketing Communications Consultants Executive Producers NASCO Marketing Department Producer Harun Audu Research and Content Development Pius Gang, George Palm and Harun Audu Production Coordinators Solomon Audu, Suranu Megadi and Mariam Annabel Audu I am Harun Gang Alcohol abuse and misuse is dangerous to your health